What if you believed you could achieve any success you've always wanted? What would you do differently? What would you think differently? Thank you for listening to On the Air with Jeanette Sibley. It's your time for success. I'm coming to you from the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado. My focus each week is to share with you success tips, insights, and how to do it that help you achieve the results and successes you've always wanted in your business, in your career, and in other areas of your life. Are you ready to uncover the success you've always wanted? Keep listening. Welcome. So how many of you have ever said something and you went, oops, and that person never forgave you? Or that whatever it was that you expressed came back to haunt you? This happens a lot more often than we care to think. And it makes it very difficult because we're not always sure what it is that we said that got us into trouble. So today's topic is seven things that can never be unsaid, or you said what? So your words as a leader are heard louder and felt deeper than when somebody else expresses the same thing. While it only takes a second to blurt out a blunder, it can take hours, weeks, or even years for your team members to forget and to forgive you if they ever do. So how do you avoid making these avoidable blunders that can never be undone? So the first key here, and the only one I'm going to be addressing in this particular podcast, is be aware of what they are. While I'm sure there are more than the ones I'm going to outline, I'm just going to touch on seven common ones that are often said, and sometimes people just don't even, they're not even aware that they're saying these things. So awareness being mindful, it is just key. So the first blunder is, that's stupid. Whenever team members express their ideas, uttering these words are hurtful. In the future, team members will withhold sharing their thoughts, opinions, and feelings for fear of being called or being made to, in their world, being made to feel stupid. While you may not want to hear everyone's ideas, you will miss out on valuable information if you don't allow others to share in their own way. Instead, focus your team on saying, that's interesting. How could that work? Remember, the brainstorming process is about generating ideas and feeling valued, not feeling stupid for offering their thought, opinion, or feelings. The second blunder is, I have the wrong team. And some of you would would go to the end of the earth just trying to prove that you have the wrong team. But I want you to consider something. So having been a coach for a long time, I rarely find that the people that you have on your team are the wrong people. You may have one or two that is underperforming. You may have one or two that are creating most of the problems. However, it comes back to you as the leader to get everybody on the same page. So whenever you express the sentiment that I have the wrong team, everyone will take it personally, even though that's not how you meant it. So even if you think it, don't say it. Instead, investigate why the team as a whole is not working well together. Is it poorly designed meeting agendas, pie-in-the-sky action plans, or the wrong task assignments? Then provide training and development to get everyone on the same page. During the process, you will uncover the real issues. Be prepared to have the tough conversations 
without blaming others. Number three, I hate this product. I hate this type of service that we provide. I hate this industry. The word I hate here is the key words. If you hate things that much, my question to you is, why are you working there? So did you know that according to Gallup, that over 70% of employees are in jobs that don't fit them? And that includes leaders. As a leader, when you hate something, you will not provide the level of direction, make good decisions, or be willing to go beyond the norm. Also, these words, I hate, will be remembered for a long, long time, and supporters may regret working for you. Remember, these same people may be in a position in the future to hire you or your new employer after either you lose your job or you move on to a new company. Number four, now this is a little bit trickier because some of us are very aware that we should never ask this question. And some of us are not so aware. The question is, and this is a blunder, when are you due? Asking a woman when her baby is due is a no-no. While you may believe it's an obvious question to avoid, many men and women do ask. They think they're being kind. They think it's, well, it's just out of curiosity. However, the only people that should ask this question are first responders when called to the scene or when the soon-to-be mother has told you she's expecting a baby. Otherwise, you will learn the hard way, including being named in a lawsuit that the woman had gained 25 pounds due to a medical issue. Number five, I've never liked working here. Now, I'm sure many of you listening have said that for a variety of reasons, but here's why you don't want to say that or at least express it out loud. You don't want to burn your bridges. While you may not enjoy working for the company, executive team, or board, it's important to keep this thought to yourself. Usually this sentiment is expressed when you've been fired or you've been caught violating a policy again. Stay silent instead of expressing your upset. Listen and learn, then talk it out with your executive coach or therapist to gain a healthy perspective on what to do next. Number six, and I, again, is these, this is one of those blunders that I think all of us <laughs> have expressed at one time or another, and shame on us for having done so. The blunder is my boss or my board is a moron, or we might call them a jerk, or we might call them narrow-minded. The list is endless. And this is why you should never do this. When you insult a person's level of intelligence, it's usually because you don't agree with their decisions or they refuse to hear your point of view. This sentiment that you think somebody is a moron or what have you will come back to haunt you. There will be times when you want to criticize someone's leadership style. Stop. Instead, talk out the issues and your frustrations with your executive coach first. Then turn this opportunity into a learning moment of how to work well with leaders you don't like or respect. And let me tell you, for people who want to really move up in the world, in the company, have your own business, be successful financially, this is key. You must learn how to work with and get along with people you don't like or don't respect. Number seven, absolute silence. So somebody says something to you and instead of responding, you go silent. When tragedy, terminal illness, a child or spouse dies, or a life difficulty happens to one of your team members, saying nothing is not the right thing to do. 
while it may be hard to know the right things to say, saying something is better than saying nothing. Pick up the phone. Don't rely on text or emails. Let the person know, I'm sorry. Or another expression is, my thoughts are with you. And also add, let me know if you need anything. You only have this one chance to let the person know that they are a valuable member of your team. Your effort or lack of will be remembered for a very long time. I hope that my covering these seven common blunders will help you avoid them because they can come back to haunt you, they can sideline your career, and they can actually have you come fired by not being aware of, oops, I shouldn't have said that. So until next time, I want to thank you for listening to On the Air with Jeanette Sibley. It's your time for success. Tune in next week for more insights on how to achieve the success you've always wanted with my straight talk for dynamic results. Until next week, enjoy a successful week.